Rob Bro. He's your sports bro at KKAM.com and the Talk 1340 app. You guys are not doing any pass blocking. You're just stepping aside and letting them walk in. Pop, 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 pop. That's what I want. All of you around that ball. What's wrong with y'all? Don't play like some little girls. Y'all like y'all never played football before. Because of nothing. You hear me? And please, just like we do. Yes, sir. And sweat just like we do. Do you hear me? They went through two days. We went through two days in 110 degree heat. Yes, sir. I want you to hit everything to move. If the ref gets in your way, you hit him. Okay, then, let's play. But that's eating us too. That gives us too. This is our team. This is us. Let's go right now. Let's get it off now. Let's go. Monday. I am the host. You are the co-host. You can text in 806-855-3712. I've got a doozy overreaction, and I'm going to read it right off the top because it's so exciting and fun to me. This is from the site message board geniuses, which in and of itself is just an overreaction Monday all the time. This is from the Rutgers message board who did not make the tournament. Titled, Can We Sue the NCAA? Here's the reasons. Season ticket holders have standing, I think. File a clash action lawsuit and invite Rutgers to join. File an emergency injunction to postpone the tournament until our case is resolved. Let's wait months to have an NCAA tournament. Sabina, the minutes that went into the deliberations that determined who was included and why. The NCAA process is arbitrary, capricious, and unfair because lesser teams were chosen ahead of us. Most impartial bracketologists had Rutgers in the tournament. The NCAA improperly considered a recent injury to a player in our recent swoon as reasons to exclude us. Ask the court to add Rutgers to the tournament. That is an all-time overreaction Monday that we should sue the NCAA because Rutgers, Rutgers, one of the worst teams in the Big Ten. Like 12 Big Ten teams got in and Rutgers didn't and Rutgers is crying. If anyone should be overreacting today, it's Oklahoma State who is not the eighth team added from the Big 12. Uh, but they can have fun in the NIT with Mike Boynton. Would it be an overreaction to fire Mike Boynton? They overperformed this year, in my opinion. But I think they're going to have to overperform to ever be good. That's just what they are. Not good. Uh, this texter, Cocaine Bear. That's all. I don't know if that's an overreaction or a helmet sticker. Or what, but uh, I still need to see Cocaine Bear. I might go uh, see Cocaine Bear this week. Has Shaka really lost seven straight first-round games? Well, if he lost last year at Marquette in the first round, then yes, because 
I believe every time he went to the tournament with Texas, which it wasn't seven times, but or six times, uh, he he never won a, t- a tournament game at Texas. Most notably losing to ACU, which kicked off the firestorm of getting him fired, uh, in turn hiring Chris Beard, Golding from ACU, uh, goes to UTEP. UTEP replacing Rodney Terry. Rodney Terry joins uh, the Texas staff. If Rodney Terry gets hired at Texas Tech, that would a that be a huge culmination of a just a wild week in the post uh, April first, twenty twenty one world. That was a crazy week. Good show, Ryan and Rob. I'd say I'm more. Oh, I'd say more, but I'm too focused on uh, UT Arlington. Good. Got to be focused on UT Arlington. Got to figure out who's going to play center field. Uh, Dylan Carter getting injured. No update on Dylan Carter. Uh, But I do believe that he will be missing a little bit of time. Uh, Texas Tech was selected to the WNIT, the Lady Raiders. Uh, We are in pins and needles to see if they will host... Uh, I'm assuming that Texas Tech will host some NIT games, some WNIT games, uh, and I'm very excited for that. Uh, We also have an update on the Texas Tech baseball RPI, uh, which skyrockets after playing, finally, a team with a pulse uh, in Iowa. Uh, West Virginia at 54. West Virginia 10-4 on the season. They dropped in the RPI this weekend. Texas Tech rises 115 spots since last Monday. Talk about an overreaction. Texas Tech's RPI goes from like 170 to 53. Good. Good. The Big 12 RPI, uh, Oklahoma State, an opportunity for you this weekend. Uh, Oklahoma State at 27. 27, and they are the top RPI in the Big 12 at 27. TCU right behind them at 28. You'll play them after you play Texas in between. They're in Austin. Big 12 baseball struggled a little bit this weekend. Uh, Oklahoma State was losing on Sunday. I believe they came back and won that game. Uh, But some Big 12 issues did arise over the weekend. And I think the Big 12 is fine. They're going to be fine. They will be good. I think the Big 12 deals with a few issues every once in a while. Uh, And that was Utah Tech that Oklahoma State was playing. They played a doubleheader on Saturday. Won both. And I believe they also won... On Sunday, TCU beating San Diego over the weekend. Uh, They might have also dropped one to San Diego. For some reason, the Friday scores aren't showing up, but I believe San Diego beat TCU on Friday. And then also, none of the Texas Tech scores are here. I don't know why. Uh, And then Baylor losing to Mercer. Baylor is really bad. 
Baylor is really bad. West Virginia playing Minnesota over the weekend. Um, Texas now 9-7. and seven, uh, Losing a series to Cal State Fullerton, but they have now won five in a row. Beating Sam Houston, Mercer, and then a three-game set against Manhattan. So, good for them, I guess. Texas Tech losing one over the weekend. They lost the Sunday game, but won two out of three. And then TCU. Quick heat check on TCU. TCU 9-6 and six on the year. And they did lose that Friday game 14-2. They also lost to UT Arlington uh, in the last midweek. After going 2-3 and three in Houston last weekend. If I was power ranking the Big 12, Oklahoma State and Texas Tech would be the top two teams right now. West Virginia, I think, maybe even number three. Uh, and Oklahoma State did pull out the four-game sweep of Utah Tech. They played DBU in the midweek on Tuesday, and then we'll head to Lubbock for that series against Texas Tech this weekend, starting on Friday night, March 17th. Texas Tech baseball, some solid, solid action this weekend. Sunday, there were some issues. Uh, some errors, a little bit of an ump show there with the third base umpire uh, missing a foul ball call and then ringing up Hudson White in the bottom of the seventh for taking too long to get back in the box. Hey, rules are rules. I understand that. But that moment after not doing it all weekend, all of a sudden calling it that tight, strange. Uh, back to the text line. A plane's been to Dallas with an additional NIL question. If a player's NIL agreement ends with the end of the season, NIL payments begin next season, there is no disincentive to enter the portal unless players are paid in the offseason. Thinking this cuts both ways, player or the collective can move on. Yes. Uh, in the NFL, you don't get paid in the summer, though. You get paid during this. You get game checks. You you get paid for playing the game, not for just being around. Now, you get training camp checks, but NFL professional athletes don't get paid in the offseason. Now, that does not mean that you cannot have a separate NIL deal or go sign autographs all summer long. We're just talking about deals with the the Matador Club or the collectives or whatever else is involved, not through Texas Tech, but through the basketball season. The beauty of NIL is that a player owns their name, image, likeness and can go do whatever they want. If a player wants to use his name, image, likeness and start a YouTube channel or a Twitch streaming channel to earn money all offseason, he can do that. He couldn't do that before. If he wants to set up with his manager uh, down at the local YMCA 
in Ann Arbor and be a Michigan basketball player. And now that they're out of the tournament, go sign autographs for three hours and make two grand. He can do that. That's the beauty of NIL. If he, if a Texas Tech player wants to enter the portal and then say, hey, I'm live on Cameo, if you want a birthday shout-out and a bunch of Texas Tech fans still want it, they can go pay him because that's the beauty of NIL. Like the only NIL money you get doesn't just have to come from these collectives. You can go out and earn your own money. There's not just one opportunity for NIL. But the agreement that these collectives make run through the season. Hey, Rob, what do you think the timetable is on the new hire for a basketball coach? Is it ASAP or likely once most of March Madness is said and done? I'll give you a date after the break. We will come back, talk the coaching search, a couple of candidates, some overreactions, and more. It's Overreaction Monday. You can text in 806-855-3712. It's also spring break in Lubbock. If you have any spring break stories, you can uh, pass those along as well. It's Rob Bro Show Talk, 103.9 News, Money Sports. Welcome back. It's Rob Bro Show Talk, 103.9 News Bunny Sports. What do I think the timetable is for a new basketball coaching hire? I think it will be after March 25th. I would not be surprised if it was into April, but... I would start to get a little worried if it was. If it's uh, April 3rd, you don't have a coach. Now, last year, or the last coaching hire you made, you needed to start the search on April 1st, and I believe you hired Mark Adams on April 4th. But that was different. This you're doing... Not that you didn't do due diligence last time, because I do believe you you contacted and reached out to several uh, interested parties, but... This is this is going to be a process. Now, I have heard there are new candidates that are being unreported. I do not know who those candidates are. Uh, but there seems to be some excitement around the clubhouse. We'll see. But I would not think that this is going to get done before the Sweet 16. I would not uh, guess that at all, and, and I don't. I don't think you should be worried if it's the you know the the twenty eighth and nothing's happened. But I but I do think in between the twenty fifth and the first would be a good window for this to get done. Uh, this texter, Rob, am I crazy? Yes. Uh, Rob, am I crazy for thinking Bama won't be in the final four? I have serious doubts on them. Watch them win it all. Yeah, they'll either go win it all and be one of the most uh, talked about, especially if Brandon Miller has a huge tournament 
which he can do. He scores 40 quite often. I've got I've got Alabama losing to West Virginia just because West Virginia is one of the teams I'm going to be rooting for with the gambling gauchos. Maybe the team I'm rooting for with the gambling gauchos. Um, but yeah, I mean, if it's not West Virginia, Alabama's going to go Virginia in the Sweet 16 or San Diego State. San Diego State maybe can get them. Uh, their elite eight matchups going to be Creighton, Baylor, or Arizona. Like Alabama, as the one seed, the one overall seed, has a path to the Final Four for sure. I don't see it. Now, I watched some Alabama basketball this year. They're good. They are. They're good. But it just doesn't feel like Alabama is the team to beat. Now, Houston is also good, long, athletic. Kansas is an interesting spot to me. I would not put Kansas in the national championship game just because uh, Bill Self just had a bunch of stints put in. He just left the hospital. Uh, Kevin McCullers having back spasms. That's all weird stuff. They have to play either Arkansas or Illinois in round two, both of which are high-ceiling teams. They have to get through Gonzaga or UCLA to even get to the uh, Elite Eight, uh, Final Four. So, I don't know. I mean, if I was just going to say chalk, one seeds, Bama, Purdue... Kansas-Houston, I would say Alabama has the best shot. Purdue-Kansas State in the Elite Eight. Bama-Arizona in the Elite Eight. Houston-Texas. Houston-Xavier in the Elite Eight. Purdue-Marquette in the Elite Eight. What what, what are you doing there? Kansas State or uh, Marquette? And then I think it's going to be UCLA and uh, whoever wins that second-round matchup between Kansas, Arkansas, and Illinois. But again, this is all overreaction Monday, right? Who's the national champion? Who is it? Give me a national champion. It's overreaction Monday, 806-855-3712. Who is going to win the national championship? Tell me on the text line. Uh, This texter, dear bro, how are you? I am fine. I'm fine, too. I spent one spring break at South Padre and couch surfed the entire week before all the millennials made it in vogue. Awesome. Were you on uh, MTV spring break? What's your realistic final four teams? Well, we just kind of went through it. Realistic. Not the bracket I filled out for fun, but realistic. I think Alabama and Arizona are the only two that can go to the Final Four from the South. I, I I liked Baylor. I really liked Baylor. But I just, I don't think they have the juice right now. Creighton, if they get hot. But I don't think they can be hot for three rounds to get there. Four rounds. From the East, Purdue. Duke is one of the hottest teams in college basketball right now. Uh, Marquette and Kansas State. I would probably lean Purdue 
or Marquette. Would love for Kansas State to do it, but a Final Four in year one is going to be really tough for Jerome Tang. To go anti-chalk, let's go uh, Alabama, Marquette, Texas or Xavier from uh, the Midwest. I don't think Houston will go back to the Final Four. And then Kansas. I, I really think Arkansas or Illinois have a shot here. And UCLA. I, I would probably pick UCLA to, to be in the Final Four from the West. But look, Purdue has a massive 7-5 guy or whatever. If Purdue and Oral Roberts meet up in the Sweet 16, that's going to be fun. That'll be really fun. Oral Roberts, first of all, has to get through Duke, but that'll be really fun. And Purdue has to get through FAU. who's like 31-3. and But realistic Final Four teams, uh, to give you more than four, Bama, Arizona, Purdue, Duke. They're really hot. Kansas State, Marquette. Michigan State? Houston is still a, a team. <laughs> um, Drake is a, a dark horse a lot of people like. Xavier, Texas. Kansas. Again, Arkansas, Illinois, just based on the bracket. UCLA. By the way, former Red Raiders in the NCAA tournament. Let's try to do this real quick. TCU has uh, Micah Peavy. Illinois has Terrence Shannon Jr. Kansas has Kevin McCuller. Boise State has Chibuzo Agbo. Those are all in the same, the West bracket. Who am I missing? Namari Burnett with Alabama? I don't, you know. Ole Miss did not make the tournament. Joshua Mbala over there. Oh, there you go. I'm sure there's more out there. Let's take another break. When we come back, more text line, 806-855-3712. It's overreaction Monday. Who's going to win the national championship? Make a call. Be creative. 806-855-3712. Back after this. E point Show Talk 103.9 News Money Sports Lady Raiders have confirmed they will be hosting the WNIT uh, round one game trying to see if the bracket is out I do not see a bracket yet 
Uh, but the Lady Raiders hosting the WNIT, there's been some uh, issues with some of our statements on the NIT and the WNIT. Uh, I was in a text conversation earlier. If you're still listening, you know who you are, but I'm about to talk about it some more, so tune in. The NIT is so far and away what the NCAA tournament is in March Madness that I do not blame teams for sitting out of it. If your goal is to be in the NCAA tournament and you do not make the NCAA tournament, it's like it's not like, well, if you don't make a New Year's Six Bowl, then just go to the other bowl. It's not the same thing. It's like not making a bowl game and then at 5-7 and seven, getting invited to a flag football championship. It's different. Bowl season is the NCAA tournament. Bowl season is the show. Bowl season is the 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 round of 64. You got invited. The NIT would be like if a bunch of 4 and 8 teams went and played some extra bowls. And I would say no to that. Now, if there's a decade that you don't go to any kind of postseason and then you qualify for it, you go. And the women's NIT is a full 64-team tournament. It's different. Those two teams are in different positions. If Tech football didn't go to a bowl game for 10 years and then got invited to some after-season thing, I might consider it. But the fact is that Texas Tech did go to three bowls last decade, even when they were bad. And when you're 6-6 six and six without a coach and have the interim and already have a, a hired coach, then yeah, you can go to a bowl game. But this NIT was never an option, especially once you had a coach resign. Just is what it is. Uh, Pancho Loco says, I'm betting Kansas and Purdue until I can't. This texter, as a 30-year-old Rob Bro, would you rather go to Burning Man or South Padre? As 33-year-old Rob Bro, uh, South Padre. I've never, I've never, um, I, I don't think I'm a Burning Man guy. don't uh I don't know I'd have to look into burning man are we talking about four spring break man I don't know neither <laughs> I got sunburned at the baseball game it was 60 degrees the other day I got sunburned to a crisp overreaction Baylor is the worst big 12 team in the tourney thoughts uh my thought is that TCU is the worst Big 12 team in the tournament. Texas, right now, is the best, the hottest team. They won the Big 12 tournament. Kansas is the best team. Texas, hottest. Kansas, best. And it's better to be hot than good. So Texas, Kansas, Kansas State... Is Iowa State the worst team 
in the tournament from the Big Twelve? I would say I would say Baylor or Iowa State. I, well, no, I would say uh, TCU or Iowa State. That's what I would say. That's my thought. We'll do that on Thursday. Do you remember when Notre Dame turned down a bowl game when it wasn't a bowl that Notre Dame should be playing in? Should other teams turn down these lower tier bowls so we can get rid of them? Hey, if people start turning down bowl games, uh, you might see some some of that. And I think anything past about where Texas Tech was this year, the Texas Bowl, like we still have the bowl, th- like uh, maybe anything past like the Armed Forces Bowl, just get rid of them. But my okay, so I really didn't want to. Oh, why not? Overreaction Monday. Split the football worlds. Pick pick 80 teams that you want to compete for the playoff and have those bowl games. And the rest of them, go create your own bowl season. Go create your own playoff. The Power Five and the Group of Five should have split a long time ago. You can play each other and then play for a different postseason. Boise State and... Nevada and all these teams that are never going to sniff anything beyond what they sniff right now going to the Arizona Bowl or maybe every once in a a 15-year period competing for a New Year's Six, go do your own tournament. 300 schools for the NCAA baseball and basketball tournaments is unreal. 200 schools for a 14 playoff is even dumber. That's 300 getting to 64. That's a fifth. A fifth of 200 is much more than four. And now that baseball's growing and getting more FBS D1 schools every year, it seems, they need to expand that field. Expand the baseball tournament, keep the basketball tournament where it is, and either cut the football schools in half and get to a fifth that way, or expand the football tournament considerably. Or just keep it how it is and do two different tournaments. I'm afraid if teams aren't in the SEC League in a few years, you'll have two different championships. Uh, Don't be afraid. Uh, And wherever the SEC is, the Big 12 will be. You'll be competing with the the SEC. You are a top conference. You're not the Pac-12 who's struggling to find people who want to be in it. The SEC will never why that would lose the money. SEC teams just playing SEC teams would lose the money. The Big 12, the Big 10, that that'll all be involved. The ACC, whoever it is, a collection of those will be involved. You're never going to go down past 60 teams. I don't think. You're not the NFL. 
people who like college football still like the the parody. The parody comes with so many teams. But I think 100 teams is more appropriate for getting down to a 12-team playoff than, let's say, 220 or whatever it is. Or is it 130 right now? So, yeah, split them in half. Go 65-65. Which is basically what the Power 5 is. Or kick 25 schools out to... uh, to the FCS. They can play down. I don't know what you do, but I do think there are too many teams to play for one championship. You can't have parity with NIL. I think NIL gives you more parity. Oh, is this SEC guy? I guess it is. Let's take another break before I uh, get into it with SEC guy again. It's Rob Bro Show Talk 103.9 News Money Sports. More overreaction Monday when we come back. It's Rob Bro Show Talk 103.9 News Money Sports. Welcome back. Rob Rocho Talk, 103.9 News Money Sports. Ryan Day, the head coach of the Ohio State Buckeyes, said it will take $13.1 million in NIL to pay for this year's freshman recruiting class. That's from SEC Guy. Okay. You you I, we're never going to agree. So, yeah, how about this? You go be a miserable doofus who thinks the NIL is going to kill football and I'll enjoy Texas Tech being successful. How about that? You go do what you want to do and I and I will enjoy the Texas Tech Matador Club and uh how NIL has helped Texas Tech. You focus on the negatives, I'll focus on the positives. And uh, each one of us will look at the other one and say, look, that idiot's uh, buried his head in the sand, doesn't know what's going on. How about that? Because we're not going to agree, and I'm not going to convince you. And it's March uh, 13th, and this is not something I want to do on March 13th. Because we have this conversation every two weeks. It's annoying. Uh, Let's see. The NIT, the WNIT has announced their bracket. Uh, it is not laid out like a bracket. It's just a bunch of groups. I have no idea what's going on. Uh, but Texas Tech is playing UTEP in Lubbock the 16th of March at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, tickets will be on sale soon, I'm sure, from the Lady Raiders, if they're not already. And I think they'll play the winner of SMU and Arkansas, Little Rock, Arkansas. I think. I'm not real sure. I'm not. I I, I honestly do not know how the WNIT works. Um, Kansas State, also from the Big 12, in the mix. Kansas from the Big 12, in the mix. Texas Tech, obviously, from the Big 12, in the mix. Stephen F. Austin, Texas State. 
Some Texas schools there in the mix. There you go. We also have the uh, the men's NIT, but I've not uh, looked at it at all. Don't really care to. Uh, this texture put SEC guy on suspension the rest of March. <laughs> yeah, come back in April, man. Get spring football. Uh, we'll be going on in April. It's already going on, but it'll really kick into gear in April, and, and we'll talk then. But what Ryan Day thinks about NIL on March 13th in a message to his boosters to get more money does not affect me in the slightest. And in the conversation of parody. I'm not fighting against Ohio State. I'm fighting against the rest of the Big 12. And TCU and Baylor and Oklahoma State and all of these schools are not recruiting the same as Ohio State to that level. They're not, they're not money-grabbing from three states over to try to get a Texas kid to come to Ohio. And people always confuse the top four of college football with parity. That they're always, there's always going to be a top four. Now that top four can get beat. A&M was really bad a couple of years ago and knocked off an 18-point favorite Alabama. Alabama went on to win the national championship, I think. Anyways. Texas Tech baseball back in the top 25. According to D1 Baseball. Again, they have uh, UT Arlington this week and then Oklahoma State this weekend. Um, Exciting. It certainly is exciting. And Texas Tech back in the top 25. Uh, after falling out, I, I'm i very excited for Texas Tech, obviously. I think they're going to be really good. They already are. They're 14-3. and three. I think it's going to take a little time to adjust to not having Dylan Carter. I think the bottom of your lineup really suffers now. But the depth we talk about all the time is really good. Uh, UT Arlington 7-8 and eight on the year, 2-1. and one. In the whack, uh, but they have beaten TCU eight to seven. Uh, they play Tarleton this weekend. They play ACU next weekend. So the midweek against Texas Tech here in Lubbock uh, splits those two. You can listen to uh, Keith Patrick and David Collier on the Dinger Derby podcast for more. Baseball information. Uh, I'm sure they did a deep dive recap all the way. All right, because I can't help myself, you're fighting against parity if you want to be relevant in football. Players go where they can get paid. Georgia, Alabama, if they want more NFL skites on them. Buddy, there are thousands of college football players, and 200 of them can go to Georgia and Alabama. 170 
scholarship players are at those two universities. You're telling me there's only 170 good football players in America? Uh, Seriously, pull your head out of wherever it is. I think it's in the dirt like an ostrich. And let's focus one step at a time, all right? Let's focus on getting Texas Tech to the next level, which would be being in a bowl game every year like you were in the mid-2000s. Then competing for Big 12 championships. Then for going to the playoffs. Then, like, in 10 years from now, competing for national championships. Let's build to that. Are you even a Texas Tech fan? I don't. Maybe you aren't. Maybe that's why we're so off here. Maybe you are just a secret Alabama fan wanting to spread the SEC gospel. For my account, though, Texas Tech is 2-0 against that mighty SEC in the last two years. Alabama was not in the playoff. And Georgia's won two in a row because they're the best damn football program in the world right now. But that does not mean they will always be. It's Rob Bro Show Talk, 1.9 News Money Sports. It's basketball season for a few more weeks. Here at Texas Tech, though, it's baseball season. More baseball tomorrow, 6.30 tomorrow night. UT Arlington, the Raiderland tomorrow at 11 a.m. I'll be here. Hopefully you will be, too. I'm Rob Bro. I've been Rob Bro. Be Rob Bro tomorrow. We'll see you then. The views and opinions expressed by the participants on this Talk 1340 program are not necessarily the views of Talk 1340, its advertisers, staff, management, or Town Square Media.